Lynn Pierce is an award-winning designer, event stylist, lifestyle blogger, and all-around style guru. She believes that style can be found in the simplest of things and is what turns the mundane into the extraordinary. Sam Feldman is a entrepreneur who wears red lipstick to the grocery store and a cocktail dress to the hardware store. Sam's a 30-something-year-old with over 20 years of party planning experience. And yeah, you heard that right. She believes every day is a cause for celebration. Together, they are the Soul Style Project. Join the stylish mom and daughter duo each week as they journey through topics of self-discovery and creativity, helping their listeners live up to their true potential and most stylish selves. You're listening to episode two of the Soul Style Project, starting with a blank canvas. I'm your host, Lynn Pierce, and I'm here with my co-host and daughter, Sam Feldman. Hi, Hello. Sam. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you this week? Good. So we are going to be talking about clearing the clutter so we can start with a blank canvas. Not my area of expertise. <laughs> I, well, I'll say I'm very organized in some parts of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very organized when it comes to paper, especially receipt paper um, for my most recent job expenses were part of it. So I'm very organized there and I'm very organized when it comes to project management. So if I have a project, I will organize what I need to do, what I need to get, getting everything together and completing it. But when it comes to day-to-day well, physical that's, clutter. That's okay. <laughs> we all have our strong suits. I will say paper clutter is a big one for a lot of people. So okay. at least you've got that handled. Sure. But um, yeah, overall day-to-day clutter, I have found with most of my clients um, – is something that I like to tackle from the very beginning because it's hard to, to have a vision of where you want to go, mm-hmm. whether it's decor or fashion or whatever. It's hard to have a vision when you have too many things cluttering that view, right? if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think when you talk about, we talked about creativity in the last episode, mm-hmm. clutter often is the first thing that will just halt any creative yep. tendencies or, you know, when you sit down to create, if you don't have a clear space or, yeah, or even starting a with head. a blank canvas, right? So um, if you're going to paint a picture, you yes. have to have a blank canvas. You're not going to be painting over the top of another picture. Yes. So why do you clear the clutter first, especially when it comes to your clients? So why are, why should we be clearing our clutter first? So there's a number of reasons. Um, first off, it's hard to know what you like unless you get rid of what you don't like, mm-hmm. right? So again, starting with that blank canvas. Um, and I have found that there's a number of reasons why we hang on to things, and we're going to get into that. But we all have this accumulation of stuff that we were given or, you know, things we used to like, but we've grown out of and we just get stuck and we have all this stuff and it's hard to see the forest through the trees Mm -hmm. because of all this stuff that's hanging around. 
Um, also, when you remove the clutter, you make room for what you really want. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like an abundance thing, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you get rid of things that no longer serve you, that don't spark joy... Yes. Ah, right. Marie Kondo. Oh, right. mm-hmm. um, you're, you're actually making room for new things to come to you. I like that. And I don't think I always think about, well, you were going to talk about why we hold on to things, but I don't yeah. always think about what it could afford me to lose something. Right. And what, what could, what am I holding back from and not allowing myself to experience by holding on to something. Right. And there's also science behind the fact that an organized space actually makes you happier, healthier, and more productive. Hmm. So um, another reason to start there. And um, again, just your vision becomes clear when when you're starting with that mm-hmm. like canvas. So for me, when I start with a client, one of the first things we do, I have them fill out a design questionnaire just to get to, get to know their preferences, whether they're formal, casual, what styles they like. But then when I first meet them in their home, we go room by room and I take pictures of their rooms and I ask them, what are things you definitely want to hang on to? Mm-hmm. And then we can go into that later. Does this really serve a purpose for you? does this fit the vision that mm. you have? Mm-hmm. And if not, let's look at maybe some alternatives or repurposing some things elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Or- I love that. I never take pictures of my home space or workspace without a purpose of just seeing the space for what it is. Cause I think you put your right. blinders up when you go into your house and you go into your kitchen. And even if you're cleaning and organizing the kitchen, it's to do something, right? It's right. not to truly take a step back. Right. It's a hot tip. And we're going to talk about that. That's one of our five quick tips we're going to get oh, later on. Love it. So why do you think we hold on to things? I think I know I, I hold on to some things, but why, why do we hold on to things I that we can't I think there's, there's three really main reasons why we hang on to things. First one, and it's my biggest thing, is sentimental. Oh, that's mine. Yeah. Nail on the head. I think that for a lot of people, that's the biggest thing is so it's it creates a memory for you mm-hmm. or somebody gave you something and so you don't want to get rid of it because you think, oh, that person gave it to me. And mm-hmm. I think sentimental is probably the number one reason we hang on to things. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to talk about maybe what we can do to to get rid of that reason. But I think that's probably the number one reason. I've definitely, I know I have, I have an app. There's always an app for that mm-hmm. for, for this one that I love and have found recently. And I'll, I'll share my, my anecdotal about the crazy things that I was keeping that was oh, just good. taking up so much space. Um, but I also, I love to craft and a lot of that has been all my life. We talked about that last week and Especially when I started Liz and Jack, I started accumulating more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just always afraid that I'm going to need it. That's the number two reason. <sighs> so the number two reason is you think you're going to need it at some point down mm-hmm. the road. Um, and so whether you're using it now or not, 
if we think, oh, someday I'm going to need that, whatever it is, craft paper or <laughs> glue stick or, the, you know, the millions of things that we have, then we hang on to it because mm-hmm. we don't want to have to rebuy that later. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that, too, in the, in the quick tips. And then the third reason I find, and this is a valid reason, is you just can't afford to replace it. So mm, not yeah. all the time. Sometimes you have things um, that you might not like, but you can't get rid of it just yet because you don't have the funds to replace it. So that that one you can't really change. But we're going to yeah. talk about maybe what we can do instead of buying something new mm-hmm. to repurpose an item that you just don't love. I love a good repurpose. Me too. So should we get into the five quick tips? Yes, let's do it. Okay, so we kind of skimmed by this one, but go room to room and take photos, including your closet. Ah. Um, and like you said, we don't normally just take photos of our house. Mm-mm. I do because that's I'm in that business. <laughs> so I always want things to look good mm-hmm. and I'm always taking photos, but the majority of us don't take photos Mm-mm. of their spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you do, when you sit back and analyze that space, you realize how much stuff you have. Mm-hmm. So that's my first big tip. Have you ever taken photos of your? No, not unless I'm selling the house, which. Right. I've and then you've never, got it all cleaned up. Right. And it's perfect. Um, I love the thought of taking a picture of your closet, too, though. I know when I do declutter my closet, which is not often, but when I do, I do um, at least once a month, I do go through and kind of freshen it up by taking out all the empty hangers, Mm -hmm. you know, things that are either at the dry cleaner or in the wash, and I'll organize it by style and color so like the length of the garment so all my tops all of my bottoms and then dresses by length and then by color because I do find from fashion there's so many fun like quick trends Mm -hmm. and even if you're you're buying it fast fashion where it's relatively inexpensive or if you're investing in a piece that you're going to have it's really easy to get caught up and buy things that you don't need or that you already have If it was a trend a couple of years ago. And so I find organizing it by color is super helpful there. And I think if you took a picture of that when you go shopping. Yeah. Game changer. Okay. That's a bonus tip. So we actually have six quick (laughs) tips for you. Because that's a great tip is organizing everything by color and and item type. Right? Mm -hmm. Because then you can see, oh my gosh, I have five white button up blouses. I Mm -hmm. clearly don't need five so let's get rid of a few mm-hmm. good tip um okay another this was a game changer for me because i think organizing can become so overwhelming especially like with a closet mm, so and daunting. you walk in or open up your closet and you mm-hmm. just don't even know where to start so my quick tip is to just do 10 minutes a day and if you can commit to 10 minutes a day you will be amazed at what you can accomplish. And a lot of times, once you're doing it, you know, set the timer, and then at the end of 10 minutes, you want to keep going because mm-hmm. it's so satisfying. Mm-hmm. But if you can just commit to 10 minutes a day, pick one area in your house, and 10 minutes a day, just knock it out, you will be 
amazed. I could do can, 10 minutes. Right? Everyone, can, everyone can carve out 10 minutes. It's sure. not so overwhelming when you think of it in 10 minute chunks. Mm-hmm. But even just your junk drawer. Yeah. 10 minutes, you could have that one drawer completely cleaned up and organized. Yeah. And especially if you're going area by area, 10 minutes a day, you'll see the value Oh my no matter where you are in your house. Within 30 days, you could have the majority of your house mm-hmm. done if you mm-hmm. could commit to 10 minutes a day. I love it. Number three, these are questions to ask yourself. So when you get stuck mm-hmm. of knowing what to get rid of, what to keep, these are the questions that I ask. First, do you love it? Mm. And this is a Marie Kondo thing, right? Does it spark joy for mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. So... If it's not sparking joy for you, if it's something you don't love, do you use it regularly? Like, Mm. on a consistent weekly basis, are you using it? Mm -hmm. Um, The other question, will I need this for future reference? So back to the paper clutter. Mm -hmm. Is it something you need to hang on to for tax purposes? Mm -hmm. Um, But we're going to talk about that in the resources in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't even need to hang on to it all because electronically you can store that. But um, so that's a question to ask. And can I afford to replace it? Mm -hmm. So again, sometimes you're not going to be able to replace everything that you don't love. Mm-hmm. But can I take that dresser that I don't love, but can't afford to replace right now and paint it, give it some new hardware or use it in a completely different place in your house. Mm-hmm. Right now under my TV, I'm using a nightstand as a media cabinet. You are. I just have to <laughs> double check. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't love it in my bedroom. We moved into this new house. I didn't have a media cabinet that fit the space. So I'm like, hmm, I'll use this nightstand till I can find something that I love to go there. It works. It works. So those are the questions to ask ask yourself Um, every time you're contemplating. Sometimes you'll just know like, nope, don't love it. Get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Don't love it. But then sometimes you're looking at something going, hmm. Should I keep this or not? So I do love these questions and I think it's, I love that using them together because then again, going back to fashion, Mm -hmm. there are some things that I love, but I do not use regularly. Right. And I may never wear again, but so yes, I loved it. I passed the first question. Great. Cause I, I will always love it. Do I use it regularly or could I ever use it again? Hmm. If I can't, then what am I, what is this garment doing in my closet? Right. Aside from, you know, like a wedding dress or something that right. you know that you're never going to wear again is, does it really need to take up this much real estate in my closet? Right. Yeah. Okay. Quick tick number four, have designated containers ready when you're, Ugh. when you start the process. So you have a trash container, you have one for donate, one to sell and one to keep. Because if you don't have that ready to go, then you just start making piles and then it's just a mess and you're like, why did I start this process? I'm just overwhelmed. I'm the queen of piles and bags and Mm -hmm. I just shift bags from place to place. Yeah. And I know it to me, I know that it's a donate bag. 
But to the untrained eye, right. it's a bag of garbage that's sitting in my living room for three yeah. months. And it could be a bag. It could be a box. It could be a container, you know, with a lid. It doesn't matter what it is. But if you have a label on there so you know, mm-hmm. you know, this I'm going to throw away, this I'm going to keep, I'm going to donate or I'm going to sell. And if you're going to donate something, make sure it's in usable condition. Yes. If it's not... Put it in the trash pile. Not yeah. not everything needs to be recycled. Mm-hmm. Something or can be recycled. Or can be recycled. Some things are just have been used and loved, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and they need to just move on. But um, if it's in good shape, donate it. And if it's in really good shape, why not make some money on it? Yeah, there's so many places to sell gently used clothing, especially for kids. That's a hot tip. That sell is. your kids stuff, especially. Yep. When grandparents buy them the most adorable little set from Janie and Jack, which I love me Janie and Jack, mm-hmm. but they wear it two times and you don't necessarily yeah, get the price they wore it wear. for pictures or a special holiday and that's Yeah. It. Yeah. So those are the things to sell. Definitely. And there's so many places you can take it to resell, you know, stores, but you can also sell them on social media, Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh, Facebook Marketplace. Like I can't believe the things I've sold on there. I wish we could do an ad for Facebook Marketplace right now because the things that we have sold yeah. and purchased yeah. in great condition. Exactly. Yeah. Great deals. And then, you know, the things that you're going to keep. Maybe they're going to stay where they are, but again, maybe they're going to move to a different part of your house. So be thinking about that too. Where do you have a room in your house that, that you're lacking things and maybe you have something that can just be moved somewhere else in your house rather than buying new everything. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then the last quick tip is to create systems and rules for income items. That is where I get tripped up every time. I will go through like a mad woman and clean the whole house and organize and go through the kids' rooms and, you know, take out all the little toys and mismatching sets and clean it and like set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to new things coming in. Yep. I and then I, oh, I need a new place for this instead of having a system Right. That I stay with. So rules could be, you know, if you're thinking about fashion, every time you buy something new, you take out one for one, what you buy, you remove to either donate or sell. Same with toys for kids. Mm -hmm. As you're buying them new toys, do they really need all those old toys? Because they're going to just start playing with the new ones. I'm shaking my head. Yeah. They don't. (laughs) They don't. And when you do clean their rooms, well, depending on the age of your kids, but I think my kids age, what do you think? Five and under. Mm -hmm. I think it's great to do it with them for certain sets that are bigger. Definitely. So that they understand and learn. Um, So an example was my son loved Paw Patrol Mm -hmm. when he was little and my husband loved buying Paw Patrol things. Mm -hmm. And so they were a match made in heaven and we had all these Paw Patrol sets and it still, it was a great show and they were all great toys, but 
he wasn't using them and he really was starting to get into Star Wars and Legos and Yeah, they they change. They change. And we sat down with him and explained that another kid would probably love to play with these Paw Patrol toys that he didn't really, you know, get to do. And we ended up finding a place on Facebook Marketplace actually. Um, for our grandmother who bought it for her grandson. And Jack was super excited to know that another kid was getting all of these things. But So that's like a double lesson because not only are you teaching them how to be organized and take care of their things, you're also teaching them charity and what that feels mm-hmm. like to give something that they loved to somebody else mm-hmm. that could use it. He was super excited. I love that. The other side of that, though, I'll say is for toys that come in like fast food meals Mm. or that are they've lost their sets and they're really of no value like you said earlier like if it's not donatable yeah throw it away i recommend doing that when the kids are not home yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah every other month or so i'll go do like a sweep of the discard yeah poor misfit toys (laughs) and those just we never see again yeah No, I think those are good tips. And then also, you know, just creating systems. Um, Paperwork, I feel like, is a big issue for most people. And just having a system. Like, do you have a place in your home where you go through your mail? And do you have, you know, recycling? So the minute you bring it into the house, it just doesn't pile up Mm -hmm. on the counter or somewhere. You have a place, you know, the junk goes right into the recycling bin your bills get filed, things that you need to take care of get filed, and you have that system in place. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. it just gets out of control. It gets out of control so quickly. And I find, should we move into some of our apps? Yeah, because a lot of our apps deal with paper clutter. Yeah. So an app that I love um, from, you know, one of our favorite publishing companies, Adobe Scan. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so easy to use. You essentially, it's a, it's a scanner, but you take a picture of a document mm-hmm. and it saves it as a PDF. So why I love it is it's really useful for things you mentioned like tax documents earlier. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to attach tax documents or we've had a couple of things where, you know, maybe we were refinancing our home and we had to send something over that was signed. Right. And it had to be in a PDF. And you can just very quickly with your phone, take a picture of the signed document. It converts it into a PDF and then you can email it straight from your phone or you can save it into your files. You can email it to yourself to download it onto your computer later. And it's a free app. And of course you can upgrade it, but for just basic home use, Mm -hmm. it's a free app, super easy to use. I love that. And, and I'm finding that you really don't need to hang on to all of those documents you thought you needed because everything is electronic bank Mm -hmm. statements, you know, receipts, like you said, Mm -hmm. you can scan those and save them electronically. My files used to be five inches thick from our taxes. Mm -hmm. And now it's barely even, it's, it's, just the forms. And mm-hmm. honestly, I don't even need to keep those because those are electronic. Too, yeah. But you just scan them in. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good one. I have a hot tip for receipts. Okay. So for my job, I would travel a lot and had to expense my travel. Um, so, you know, 
meals and, you know, transportation and all of these things, pretty much everything I was doing when I was on the road. And I would have come home and my purse would be full of receipts. And then when you reconcile at the end of the month and submit your expenses, you were just tearing apart the house. I worked for an accessory company, so I have many... (laughs) handbags to find all of these receipts for and I'd have to think what outfit was I wearing (laughs) and so I had to get really specific and organized with my receipts and I started taking pictures of my receipts as soon as I got them Mm -hmm. so as soon as it was handed to me I took a picture of it right away and then I tossed the receipt and I didn't even keep them and when it came time to reconcile I had all of my receipts just saved on my phone that's so smart and you upload them super quick my husband and I also used it for budgeting. Mm-hmm. I created a share photo album. Um, and anytime that we, you know, when we were doing things like our fun money or, or things that we hadn't budgeted in and it was going to be a part of like a shared account, we would just upload a picture of the receipt so that the other one could keep track of yeah what we were spending and where and to hold us a, a little bit accountable, but take pictures of your receipts and then toss your receipts. Do not hang on to them. Okay, here's another app that I really love. I've been using it for a while, and it's the Cozy Family Organizer. I love that app. Um, Cozy, C-O-Z-I. I mean, it has a lot of features, but the main one I use it for is meal planning and my mm. grocery list. So I used to have, like, tons of, well, I still have tons of magazines, but <laughs> more for decorating. But cookbooks and recipes and everything, just, you know, bits and papers of everywhere of recipes. Now I keep all my recipes in one place and my grocery list is attached to that and my meal plan for the week. So smart. So smart. And you can share it with members of your family. So Mm -hmm. if somebody uses the last bit of milk, they can go into the grocery list and put in milk. Does that happen (laughs) all the time? (laughs) No. But theoretically, theoretically, you could do that. Listeners in your family, maybe that'll happen. Hopefully. (laughs) Your family will use it to its full potential, but it's a great app. I use it all the time. You can also share calendars on the Cozy Family app, too. I love that. Yes. My kids aren't in, you know, sports and clubs and activities yet, but it's hard enough just keeping track of them coming to your house or (laughs) my in-law's house. Sleepover schedule. Yes. Okay. Do you want to talk about the memory vault? Yes. so cool. So this... This is my anecdotal story mm-hmm. of the sentimental things that I was keeping that were so silly. I, my husband pointed it out because I didn't even realize just because I thought that they were so special. I keep every single birthday card, thank you card, anniversary card, Valentine's Day card, Halloween card that people have given to me probably my whole life. I'm sure I have some in your garage here (laughs) in a box of Uh, my things. And I certainly had boxes and boxes of them at our house. And his point was, you know, in most of these cards... There was hardly even a greeting. It was just a signature or it was just, it said happy birthday and then they wrote happy birthday. And I said, you know, someone went to the store and bought this card. And and I also, it's that sentimental piece of, it. I, I have a pretty good memory and I can remember exactly when they gave me that card, mm-hmm. who it's from, what the occasion was. So Memory Vault 
is my new favorite thing for getting rid of this type of clutter, but also keeping the memories. You take pictures of your keepsakes Mm -hmm. and it sorts them into a catalog of memories. That's so cool. So cool. And it organizes it by birthdays, anniversaries, and you just take a quick picture of the card inside and out, and then you can toss the real card. Now, do I still save cards where people write me a big long letter? Of course I do. But you could take a picture of the big long letter (laughs) and put it in the vault. I should put it in the vault. I will put it in the vault. I'm getting better. Okay. Um, Well, that's that's what this is about. Yes. But I love this app. And, and two, it doesn't have to just be for birthday cards. It could be for some bigger keepsakes, like you said earlier, where someone gave it to you. But right. this doesn't really serve a purpose anymore. So right. you can still keep it. I love that. Um, and then these aren't apps, but just resources that we love um, for donating. Mm-hmm. Dress for Success. Mm-hmm. Um, love with this organization, as I know you are too. Mm-hmm. Um, but they help women get back into the workforce mm-hmm. by providing gently used items. Yeah, it's really neat. They essentially, um, it's resources and items. So essentially a woman gets to go into, they call them their boutiques, um, and she gets to pick an, uh, I can't remember how many items it is, but I want to say it's like 10 items or more um, that she can pick to build her wardrobe. And she's, they put, they make it a super special experience. And these are women who, for a number of reasons, have not been able to work or maybe have been in situations where, you know, they're starting over and maybe had some really traumatic things happen to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they set them up with a stylist and they, you know, they suit them. They do professional clothing. They do some, um, you know, just casual clothing. But really the the intent is to get them back into the workforce. And um, they also take donations of monetary donations because they also do all of the underpinnings and everything. That's amazing. Um, and then they they do other resources just as an organization. They do um, interview resources and, and just other career resources to get the women. Yeah, it's a great organization. So I would highly recommend if you are going through your closet mm-hmm. and um, finding that you have a lot of items that you're just not wearing but are in good shape to really consider donating to Dress for Success. Yes. Um, another organization I really like is Restore. And it's actually the store for Habitat for Humanity, um, where you can go and buy things for your home and all the proceeds go to Habitat for Humanity. But not just furniture and accessories, but you can actually donate unused paint. Wow. Um, light fixtures hardware for cabinets or door like they they will take any kind of building supply um so if you have a lot of that stuff hanging out in your garage and the garage is one of the places that's on your (laughs) list to organize think about donating to restore i love that (laughs) so we're at the point where we talk about our soul style discoveries of the week Mm -hmm. um and so obviously we're going to talk about we have clutter to talk control. about, yeah, we have to talk about clutter control and we have to talk about Marie Kondo yeah. because she is the queen of decluttering. And I think, you know, it's all in the title, the life changing magic of tidying up. Mm-hmm. It certainly is. Um, and just that whole concept of sparking joy, I think was such, mm-hmm. 
you know, game changer for so many people of the sentimental value of things right. or I loved it at this one point in time, but I just don't love it anymore. Yeah. I use that a lot with clients um, because again, you know, they'll want to hang on to this piece of furniture because it was their grandmother's and I get, you know, the sentimental attachment to that, but does it spark you joy? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they say, no, it doesn't, but I'm keeping it because it was hers. And I don't know that that necessarily serves you by hanging on to things right. that don't bring you joy. And is it stopping you from getting to the vision that you see for yourself in your home? Um, so that book, and also the Netflix series. Oh my gosh, I think I oh, binge watched it in maybe two days. Yes. And, it, and she does a really nice job of what you mentioned earlier of having systems. Mm-hmm. So the she's very specific about the way that you go about tidying up. And then I think the systems, so getting rid of the clutter is very systematic for her. And mm-hmm. then you can add in your system of what do you do when you have incoming right. to maintain it. Right. Um, my second soul, do- soul style discovery is Outer Order Intercom by Gretchen Rubin. Are you familiar with this one? Not this book, but yes to Gretchen Rubin. Yeah. So she's the the host of the wildly successful podcast, The Happiness Project. Mm-hmm. Um, the, her book is also about decluttering and organizing, but it's really done in a lighthearted way. It's really easy to get through. And she also talks about creating systems and forming good habits in order to maintain that organized lifestyle. So it's, I highly recommend it. It's really easy read. It's not quite as long as, mm-hmm. as Marie Kondo's book, but um, a lot of great tips. And it's, like you said, she's just very straightforward. So the four tendencies is where I knew her from before. We'll have another episode about that. I want to talk about the four tendencies. I actually just had to look it up because I wanted to remember exactly what they were. But um, so I'll I'll save that. So, ooh, I'll little teaser for next time. But she's just very, um, it's very easy and lighthearted, but very specific. And she does a nice job of just making like very direct. Yeah. Approach. Yeah. So her thing is declutter and organize to make room for more happiness, which I love. So we're that we're at the end. We wow. have talked all about decluttering and making room for your vision. Ten minutes a day, starting with a blank canvas mm-hmm. to make room for the things that you love. Thank you. Again Thank you. For- I I didn't think that I would have much to contribute to. <laughs> you had a lot to a, a subject of declutter, but I guess I'm further than I thought. You you are. <laughs> and now I have some some good tools in my tool belt. Yeah. Hopefully, we gave you some good tools too, and um, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our five quick tips to decluttering, and we'd love to hear from you. What was your favorite takeaway from today's podcast, and what area of your home do you need to tackle first? Leave us a comment on Instagram at soulstyleproject. And for today's show notes and links to this week's book selections, head on over to soulstyleproject.com. Thanks again, and until next time, remember, 
when the soul finds its style, life is gorgeous.